0: you need a therapist podcast
1: i'm your host ray
0: and i'm your host kay
1: here you can find two friends chatting away about life's ups and definitely the downs
0: but let me tell you now stop putting all that weight on your friend's shoulder you
1: need some help because you're my friend i don't mind telling you friend you need a therapist because life is too complex for me to figure out mine on top of yours so with that being said let's kick off this week's
0: episode Give me drink, give me smoke, give me high, let me flow. I'm a come coming down, put me down, channel now. Give me drink, give me dope. Bottom line, I can't go If I die, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Give me drink, give me smoke, give me high, let me flow. I'm a come
1: coming down, put me down, channel now. Give me drink, give me dope. Bottom line, I can't go. if I die, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know Yeah, I got some niggas that still owe me an apology I'ma be the bigger man just like I always be Eventually, but right now that's hard for me I'm dreaming violent, I can't tolerate disloyalty So I'ma see you when I see you, know that day coming I pray that on that day you slip and say something I never fantasize about murder cause I'm still sane But I can't seem to fight this urge to make you feel pain I know that vengeance is the Lord Hi guys, welcome to You Need a Therapist podcast It's your girl Ray, And it's your girl Kay Welcome back To <laughs> another episode Where you get to hear Us blab about a whole lot Of nothing mm. We be blabbing about something girl I feel like we be blabbing About something I be feeling Most like times that. You might We find get off on tangents dealing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's the nothing, but it be something. It be it be little words, we little, a little, little
0: We sprinkle a little word, a couple of words
1: in there every now and again, you know, mm-hmm. a little razzle mm-hmm. dazzle. But to let y'all know, we gonna shrug our shoulders and be like, "Don't let us ruin." Did... was that the yes. Russians? <laughs> 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 Sorry, my screen it glitched. So I thought it was the <laughs> Russian. It's fine. Okay. Anyway. I ain't got nothing for y'all, but <laughs> moving on. I forgot what I was talking about. Anyway, it don't even matter. I'm Lord. not taking it out. I'm okay, kidding. don't. <laughs> oh shit. Uh so how you been, friend? How, how you how
0: you how you how your mental? The fuck stressed. Mm. Stressed, friend. I my face. Look like it's having a pizza party because I'm stressed because these people at my job are stressing me out. Oh I'm sorry um besides that I am I'm technically homeless. I'm living in an Airbnb oh. because I'm supposed to be leaving the country but my job and that is it. And that is all I'm going to say. But we're
1: going to see the the blessing (laughs) in disguise in this because...
0: You know, I keep saying that nothing is permanent. It's all temporary. And eventually, at some point, hopefully in the next week or so, I am not in the Airbnb and I am where I'm supposed to be. And that's it. I just try to stay positive, even though it's difficult.
1: (laughs) The this blessing is disguise is we can afford. We don't want to afford it, but I, we can. I would
0: rather not have to pay <laughs> to live in an Airbnb at the moment. However, yes, the bright side of this is that I am fortunate enough to be able to Afford it, however, I'm about to go stay with my cousin for a few days. Period, (laughs) it's time to go to save some coins. (laughs) Y'all, y'all ain't about to get all
1: my money, Uh -uh. yeah.
0: But how are you doing, friend?
1: Um, I think my body is telling me I'm stressed about something, but can I pinpoint (laughs) what I'm stressed about right now? No, because Mm -hmm. I'm sitting at work like for the past couple of days, I've been sitting at work and like. My jaw is tense and like I'm I'm biting down really hard as I'm like sitting on my computer. And I'm like, why do I feel so on edge right now? Why do I feel so tense? And honestly, I couldn't even tell you why. I really don't know. Mm -hmm. I could. So I'll be real. I can assume that I guess because I feel like I'm getting ready to be in a position where I feel as though I can't fuck up. Mm -hmm. because of the role that I'll be in. Even though everybody's human, people fuck up. I feel like I have big shoes to fill and I don't want to fuck up. And I think I'm starting to feel that pressure more and more as I transition into the role of it. Mm -hmm. So that might be, because there's nothing necessarily right now that's stressing me out at work. It's but I think the thought of it, yes, mm-hmm. and I think that's where my tension and on edgeness is coming from, probably. But other than that, like mentally, I'm fine. Physically, I'm fat, and. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <sorry. laughs> you are
0: not fat friend <laughs> you are not but I'm good whatever we good over here um, um you need to come to my therapy session with me and uh Keisha girl because last week I told you she had me doing my deep belly breathing and I have been applying that and it has been working because girl I had to go to the bathroom the other day and had me a little woo-saw moment because uh-huh. I, I felt it coming I felt the anxiety creeping in on me. And I was like, you know what? Not today, bitch. I went to the bathroom. I had to do my little deep belly breathing for about two or three minutes. Went back and I was in. I was at my desk and I was functioning. At peace.
1: (laughs) At peace. (laughs) So you will be proud of me. Because I don't know how many episodes later this is. Because we've probably been at about three months now. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I'm finally... Tapping into a therapist. Oh my
0: god. Boop, 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 boop. We need air horse, we need a fence, we need balloons, we need <laughs> snap, crackle, and popping. Raven oh. is getting a therapist. About goddamn
1: time. Yes. And <laughs> there are many routes I could have taken. I went through in my head a bunch mm-hmm. of routes I could have taken, but I'm not gonna mention specifically the name of the route that I'm taking because we ain't getting paid for that yet. And I hope we get, bam. Mm. But it is (laughs) an an online app where you can seek out therapists Mm -hmm. and you can have virtual sessions and you can text message them, video call them and stuff like that. So it's a start. So I'll let you know how it goes. It is a start.
0: It's a good start. And a lot of people start who are not comfortable with therapy and actually going to physically see someone in an office. They start with the virtual therapy. And I think Um, that's great. It's convenient, especially now with COVID and everything going on. For sure. So this could just be the way that you like to do your therapy, or this could be the stepping stone for you to advance and actually get to the point where you do go see a therapist in person absolutely
1: and yeah so my first appointment is in two days two days friend I am so proud
0: of you I am so happy I really hope that this helps you I really hope you see some benefits from it and just know that it takes some time so when you go in like don't set any expectations but also like give it some time because you may not think it's a good fit at first yeah um I would say give it you know around three maybe three to five appointments and if you still not feeling it and not feeling like you are learning anything or that you and the therapist aren't connecting then um move on and just let the therapist
1: know hey, this ain't it yeah like, <laughs> no I'm not going in there really with like specific issues mm-hmm. that I want to talk about. Um, it's just more so. I shoot, I don't even know. I can not even tell That's you. That's okay. That's okay. You can go and talk <laughs> about
0: whatever the fuck you want to talk about, and eventually, a good therapist is going to start tap into something.
1: Stuff. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Like I've mentioned, like a few things that I want to work on, but not like actual current problems I guess that I'm having because right now I don't feel like I have like anything like I need to tap into right now aside from like I don't know like anxiety and stress Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but I don't know we'll see well
0: friend sometimes you don't necessarily have to go when there isn't a fire like yes (laughs) I agree Yes, you should go when there is an emergency or you do have a fire to put out. But you don't always have to go when there's something going on. You can go just because, right. like you could be in a good space and still go see a therapist. Like it, you don't have to be having an urgent issue to go right. see a therapist. In absolutely. fact, you probably shouldn't. You should probably go. Yes, yeah, too late. Are okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> at that point, you're suffering. You know. Yeah, like,
1: absolutely. Yeah. But. Yeah, so that's that's how I've been feeling. But um, yeah, so this episode is going to be about, I've been using the word grieving friendships, but ultimately what I want to talk about or what we've discussed that we wanted to talk about is like the ending of friendships. Like there's a process when you end relationships, but do we do we truly think about the process when you end a friendship, especially like friendships that have been like long-term or whatever, but even the the short-term friendships where like y'all feel like y'all had a connection there, like y'all were hanging out every day. And then all of a sudden it's like, I don't, this, <laughs> this might be the end or whatever. So I want to talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. So, with that being said, what are, what do you believe there's different type of friendships? Absolutely. And then like, Um, I guess what kind of friendships?
0: So you have your core friendships, Mm -hmm. the people that are there that ain't going nowhere. That's been there. They're now going to always be there. You know, (laughs) you have those people, um, that are almost just a part of you and like your family. Um, You have distant friends um, where you have love for these people, but due to geographical reasons, you don't get to see them or spend as much time with them. Your job, you just, you don't get to spend the time that you would like to yeah and interact with them in a way that you would like to doesn't mean that there's any less love or anything like that um it's just that they just distant friends
1: right um at some point like me and i don't i guess i don't want to necessarily call it distant friendship because the friendship was always there like However, it did go kind of from core friendships, but then both of us joined the military and geographically we just weren't in the same location. And then you your life changed. You had a kid and stuff like that. And like time zones, everything happens. Yeah. And so at a point that there was a point where me and you were, I guess, what you would call like distant friends. And I've had a couple friends where I've been, I was close at one point. And then Mm -hmm. we were distant. But those friendships, like when you call them, they pick up like nothing ever happened. Like, yeah, it's just in that current, in that moment, in that time, like just life is happening Mm
0: -hmm. and you just
1: ain't really got the time to cater to that friendship as much.
0: And so this is one of the things that my mom has always taught me, like those type of friendships, those are your real friends because. I don't know if you've ever, I'm sure you have been in a situation where if you go a week or two without talking to somebody, they get butt hurt oh, yeah. when you don't talk to them. Like, well, why are you acting funny? Why are you acting different? No. With your real friends, I can literally go months without speaking to some of my core people. Mm-hmm. And when we do finally speak, we ain't missed a beat. Like we just get back on it. We, okay, what's up, bitch? What's going on? How you, how you doing? it? Like, right. you know, it's the same thing it's no love loss it's no animosity it's no anything it'd be one thing
1: if i thought you were dead
0: but i know
1: you alive you
0: know i'm here yeah (laughs) yeah um and and if you ever need something or if that person ever needs you you know that you can call and be like bitch I need $5,000, don't ask no questions. And i like, and then you go send me the $5,000, you ain't going to ask right. no questions at that, at that particular point, but you got right. me, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it is a difference. And then everybody ain't your friend. So nope. you have some people you know, colleagues.
1: Associates, acquaintances.
0: <laughs> yes. You
1: have, so... You have your party friends, you got your friends you gossip with, you got mm-hmm. your friends you know you can go be at peace with. Mm-hmm. You know, you have different, you different got your traveling friends. friends. Yeah, you got your traveling friends, mm-hmm. you got different friends for different things. Then you just got some friends who are just well rounded and you can do everything with them. Mm-hmm. But essentially, you got your core friends, and then there's everybody else. <laughs> yeah I mean essentially that's how I see it (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's how I see it so how would you how would you describe your your friendships that you currently have in your life
0: so my my core friendships consist of about four people um and and I really just got to the point well I don't want to say really just got to the point but this one friend in particular, like, I decided to kind of, like, put her in that category, like, recently. Just because we've just grown to that point. in right. Life. And life. Like, and, and it's just the timing right now. Even though we're not in the same location, like, we've just kind of grown to that, that level, I think. Um, but all of my friendships, my core people... I can say without a doubt, 100%, I can be vulnerable with. I can be my true self with, and I don't have to feel ashamed or embarrassed or anything like that, and those type of authentic-ass connections are necessary because, to me, just throughout your daily life, you always got on a mask. You go to work, you're somebody at work. You oh, girl, a family. I, I talking about COVID. No, you're somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you do wear a mask. Yes. You should be wearing your mask everywhere you go nowadays. However, I'm talking about like a personality, uh like a a yes facade. Yes, a facade. You you don't act the same way you act at work that you would act around your homies. Or you know what I'm saying? Like you you present yourself in a different way. So to be able to be your true self and your real authentic self around at least a person is mm-hmm. necessary to me to have a fulfilling life. Because if you fake or not fake, but if you got a facade up every time or every, you know, with everybody, that shit ain't healthy to me. And no. And so, um. Sound like trauma. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my friendships. Are that they're, they're peace, they're calming, and I can go, I can be myself, I can have fun, and I can kind of let my my hair down in a sense where and right. just relax and almost be childlike, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so
0: yeah, I think you?
1: yeah, my friendships are are the same, um, but like you said, there's there's different friend or. Like I said earlier, like there's different friends for everything. But yeah. my core friends, like, they're the well rounded people. They're the ones that I can party with. They're the ones I could travel with. They're the ones I could cry with. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't cry. They're... I'm, I'm kidding. I cry. You need I do. to cry. <laughs> I cried about two <laughs> days ago watching, it's a plug, but whatever. I am athlete, the um, episode with, did you watch that? I sent it to you. With Ultra Cinco, where he talks about- Oh yeah, um, you told me about it, yeah. Yeah, he talks about his mom or whatever. But anyway, mm-hmm. I don't cry often. That's the point. But I need to, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, you have- I can do do all that stuff with my friends. Um, but it's like my relationship. It's, it's hard for me to like immediately call somebody my friend. Is It takes time before I be like, this is a core friend. Where I've seen people who who they like someone and they hang out with them all the time. And they're like, oh, no, this is my dog. And it's like, yeah. I mean, you know them, but you don't know them. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all haven't, just like relationships, y'all ain't really been through nothing quite yet or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's, I honestly, I kind of treat my friendships like relationships as well not in the sense of like they uphold the same standards but as far as me vetting my friends and my mm-hmm. and my partners like it's about the same <laughs> because <laughs> what's what's the uh, saying like you what birds of a f- feather flock together and all that, that is stuff very right true. there yes i totally believe that and mm-hmm. i want people who have the same type of ambition not the same type of ambitions but The characteristic of being ambitious and having having peace in their life and stuff like that. Who are adventurous and optimistic about things and stuff like that. But yeah, those are the kind of friendships I have. Um, Now, are you still friends with the people from high school and college? Well, I went to college. you went to college? No, you didn't. I go went to, to orientation, nigga. I went to the Navy. Uh, <laughs> I
0: <It> was like, <laughs> I went to orientation. I was like, yeah, this life ain't for me. Uh,
1: Dang. Was that at was that Claflin? Where are you? Mm-mm. Charleston? I was about oh, to state. go to Winthrop. Winthrop. So I, was, I almost went to Winthrop. Yeah. I know it was one of them schools in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I almost went yeah. to Winthrop.
0: I went to orientation. And like, literally, like the week before I was about to start school, I enlisted. That's crazy. That is crazy. My life. life could have took a whole different girl. Different I'm right there narration. with you.
1: Cause where <laughs> I was headed when I was in college in Atlanta mm-hmm. and in the ooh. in Atlanta. Girl. Ooh-wee. That's that's where Arthur thought Carter was at. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> that's another we we gotta have a bullshit episode where we just talk about some some random shit because i don't need to talk about that stuff i mean i don't i don't need to either no i'm <laughs> no. i'm gonna say this for my core friends Don't nobody yeah, else need to yeah, know. say that for the core <laughs> friends because the pot don't need to know about that no. People look at and my them. therapist that's it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it for her mm-hmm. um but yeah
0: i'm still friends but i'm still friends with you
1: girl <laughs> over half our
0: lives Literally, um, I'm still friends. One of my other core people, my nana, I'm still, mm-hmm. you know, I got my some of my core people. Um, but other than that, I do have some distant friends that I am still cool with um, from high school. Some that, like, when I'm in a city, hit them up. Hey, girl, want to go get lunch? Oh, what's the text? <laughs> I'm in your city. I'm in your city. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do mm, we're not there yet we'll get there anyway <laughs> what <But> was that <laughs> he, yes I do have um, friends from high school yes to answer the question <laughs> you friend
1: you about the only one I know talk to college you too school? include college well okay college yes But Mm -hmm. from high school, you about the only... uh, Granted, in high school, I didn't hang out with that many people anyway. You know you didn't. I literally, yeah, a few people and you are the only person that I've continued to grow with. So, like, in Um, high school, like, mm -hmm. we
0: had our clique Mm -hmm. and then, like, I had another clique, too. You did. You had two cliques. I had two cliques. So, I had, like, y'all and then I had my Mm. other clique that consisted of three other girls and I was kind of like in both like when people was looking for us it was like okay you either with this clique or you with that clique right and it looked (laughs) weird when one wasn't with the other Mm -hmm. and then it was weird because the person that was in our click, you and I, uh-huh. was beefing with one of the girls that was in my other clique at one point, because they were messing with the same dude. You remember that? Girl, I was beefing. Oh, you talking about that click? Oh, mm. yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and they were yes. beefing, and it was kind of awkward, because I was the middleman, and it's yes. like, yeah, <laughs> I know, because I felt like I was friends with everybody, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we was all, I mean, we was cool. Like, all of us were cool. Both cliques were cool, but like at some yes. point it
1: kind of got eh. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah we were i felt like we were like well we knew everybody like we were the pe- we were the type of people who i felt like we could maneuver in in all the all the cliques yeah mhm i do too. a certain click i just didn't touch i
0: have touched a tap it. However, we going off here. But anyway, <laughs> um, but so speaking of these clicks, uh-huh. uh-uh. our one party of our clicks, the ones with you and I, um, this friend who has uh-huh. always been kind of like the elephant in the room for us. That uh-huh. we kind of just
1: try to ignore it.
0: <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and sweep it up under the rug, uh-huh. but um, so to give the listeners a little bit of, I guess, background on this, we in high school when you and I got really close, actually, um, we had a we had a third friend, um, uh-huh. and in high school, like we did everything together. Like that was our girl. Like it, it was us. Like that was uh-huh. our clique. That was our crew. We did everything together, and then. After high school, we both left pretty mm-hmm. much um and after we left, like our friendship just dwindled, yeah, mm-hmm. um and we could have done the work to keep in touch with her mm-hmm. um because we kept in touch with one another, so it's right. not like it would have been difficult for us to keep a friendship with her but I think one of the biggest things with us is that we kind of outgrew her in a sense mm-hmm. um, and we never really addressed it we never really handled it properly I don't plan um, on it <laughs> Because she reached out, she would reach out to us and it kind of got to the point where we ignored her. Yeah. And it was for no reason. This girl didn't do anything to us except be our friend. And it's taking me now to say some of this shit out loud to be
1: like, we were fucked up. <laughs> I'll say yes, we were fucked up. However, we it ain't were no sugar coating it we were fucked up but we were young too like we 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 just now learning how to fucking deal with relationships with ourselves let alone which is why we're we're even having this discussion right now it's like how how do you end friendships how do you grieve friendships how like i don't think anybody ever talks about that So when this happened, like, even though, because I feel like both of us felt some type of guilt in it with not reaching back out. Because, Mm -hmm. like you said, like, there was nothing that was done in this friendship that said, ended. Like, there was nothing negative. Yes. I think just life and that the direction, I feel like, me and you were going in, and I don't know if it's because we were on the same page as far as like the military and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then she was back home and we just felt like we were on two different pages in life. And like, we just kept in contact with each other and just kept it pushing and never mm-hmm. really reached back. So it it was just, uh, we outgrew the friendship and we never really took the time to go back and be like, look, we love you, but we don't feel as if we were who we were back then. So we don't want to continue. I think that and still be cord- like, cause we could still definitely be cordial with her. If I saw her, I'd be like, Hey. Yeah.
0: Um, I just don't Now, at this point, I realized that we did not have the tools or the knowledge. We were ignorant. We just didn't know how to deal with it. So we just didn't. We just didn't deal with it. Knowing what I know now, if I could go back, I would handle that situation a lot differently. Because one thing that I don't think that we took into consideration at the time was how that probably made her feel. 100% just knowing that two of her closest friends in high school just kind of abandoned her dumped her and (laughs) broke up with her and just broke up essentially we friend ghosted this girl yes and to have both of your very close friends in high school ghost you and just act like you didn't exist um that's hurtful. that's I never really, like, never sat with that up until this moment. And
1: mm-hmm. that's fucked up. Mm, 100%. Because I could not imagine. I wish you would.
0: Bitch, I wish you would, ghost me. I'm showing up to the dough. What's I the problem? You, we I have know to your talk.
1: mama. I know your son.
0: <laughs> we have to talk. and You don't talk to me. Essentially that's what we did to her. And that's such a shit thing to do. That's such a shit thing. It is. Ugh, okay. We might need to process this later (laughs) off the mic. I'll talk to my therapist about it. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to (laughs) get my girl up because yeah, that's but other than that, like you do you outgrow friends sometimes. You outgrow people sometimes. You can outgrow And that's healthy. yes and and i feel like that if your friends can can grow with you and y'all can stay at the same pace that's that's fantastic but sometimes you outgrow people and it can be anything life you get married you have you become a parent your job whatever it may be like sometimes you're just not on the same page with your friends and that's okay you can outgrow people. You can move past it. doesn't mean any love has been lost in that friendship. It's just that maybe you don't get to spend as much time with that person. Maybe you don't get to talk to them as often. Um, and hopefully both parties in the friendship are mature enough to understand that. I think that when one of the parties isn't mature and they be like, well, you just left me. You don't care about me. You don't know. That's not the case. I do. It's just. I'm raising a whole family. I got a whole husband or whatever the case that you may need to attend to and you don't right. have the
1: time that you used to. Exactly. <clears throat> so what about toxic friendships? <laughs> like what's your experience with toxic friendships? Um, so... <laughs> I
0: had, this is like a, a childhood friend that I had, and the relationship was, um, I guess, like a frenemy relationship uh, um, where, okay. <laughs> as kids, she was a bully, basically. And then, as we kind of got older and just interacted with each other, we, I don't even want to call it a friendship just because of the history that we have now, but, um, the
1: level of hurt. I would not friends. No,
0: I would not classify that. It's definitely not a friend. Um, but just the history that I had with that girl, like I don't wish no bad on her or nothing like that, but it was a friend of me relationship where she would constantly take jabs. And I was the, the one person in the group that would constantly call her out on her bullshit. And she ain't Uh. like that. And so We play cute, but really we ain't like each other. (laughs) Um, But other examples of something
1: toxic. Mm, I'll let you go while I think. Uh, So I guess in a couple, I don't want to say I've had a couple toxic friendships, but like One that I can pinpoint in my head right now was a friend who did not know. I felt like she didn't know boundaries with like, Mm -hmm. I'm already a person who liked to be by myself a lot. So when you invade my privacy a lot, knowing that I like my space, it's an issue. (laughs) And it was more so an issue because we, I, I had no escape from it because we live together. Mm-hmm. We work together. Ooh. ooh <laughs> Which is what I will never do. <laughs> you need to have at least
0: together. one or the other, not live and work together.
1: Yes. Where do you get a break? Together. Granted, I didn't so we didn't work directly with each other. Mm-hmm. But we had the same job. So we same chain of command. We worked together, basically. Y'all work together, yeah. We just worked in separate buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we lived together, worked together. I feel like she didn't have any kind of respect for my space, mm-hmm. and loved her to death. Love her to death, but she's she's a friend who's very um quite the opposite of me. So I became very overwhelmed with her because she was a lot. And to me, when you don't have that, that respect for the other person's like boundaries and just, if you're my friend, you know me. When mm-hmm. to give me my space, when to I feel like that's toxic. And it almost felt like I was in an unwanted relationship. Like this friendship feels like a relationship, and I'm in it because we live together, we work together, and there's like, there's no escape from it or whatever. And I finally escaped it, but it was more so, it was definitely not in the, I tried to be cordial in my escape with it. But I realized that I don't don't know if we could truly be friends because of some of the characteristics she displayed that I didn't like, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like lying and telling one person one thing, telling another person another thing. We're all freaking friends. We're going to talk to each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Then getting a
1: whole different story. Like, it was very conflicting. I don't like liars, y'all. <laughs> Period. And that just sounds like, like a lot of drama. Yes. For no reason. Mm. Because it was always unwarranted information that she would say. No one asked you. <laughs> you just volunteering this information and it's a lie. Period. Yeah. So, I'm sorry if you hear this. I'm sorry if one of your other <laughs> friends hear this. Don't be sorry, you're speaking your truth.
0: like it is what it is. like don't don't feel the need to apologize. <laughs> like yeah. it is what it is. it that's just the way the friendship
1: was. It ended for a reason, like, yeah. And like I said, love her. I just don't know if we could truly be close friends like we were. and I've I haven't felt a need to go back to it. And I ghosted that friendship. So I don't want to say that it's
0: okay to ghost people because I don't think that it's okay in any, mm-hmm. in any type of relationship, friendship, relationship. It to me, at this point, I feel like it's almost a coward thing to do to ghost people, because we all grown, we can all have a discussion, we can all communicate,
1: you know. Yeah. Um, because she reached a, out several times, and I chose to ignore it. Some things to me are not
0: worth the the response or the the closure. Discussion. Yeah. Um and that just depends on you. Like, yeah, it may be a shitty thing to do, or yeah, it may be a cowardly thing to do, but depending on the situation, sometimes it's not worth my energy. And it's better for me to just not. Yeah. And yeah. sorry if you feel some type of way about it, but
1: it ain't always about you. That's, that's a word. <laughs> so. <laughs> that's a word. Yeah. It ain't always about you. It's not. Like you might, it might feel personal. I get it. Sometimes mm-hmm. it, ain't it ain't always about you. It always about you.
0: And so yeah. you just have to understand that. And hopefully you have the tools and the strength to get over that shit yourself. How, um, one of the things that I kind of want to touch on a little bit is how your friends make you feel the good friendships that you have. And then also the bad friendships that you have, how, how do they make you feel? So if you, if you come into contact with one of your very close friends,
1: your core friends and y'all spend time with each other, describe the feeling afterwards or during. I feel I think because I have my core friends are my healthy relationships. It feels like I love y'all. So when I see y'all, I'm excited to see y'all. I know that, granted, everybody be getting on my nerves if I get too <laughs> much of anybody. But I know that we can take space away from each other and like it'd be just fine. Like, I don't know. I feel good when I see my core friends. I can talk to them, cry. I'm vulnerable. I do whatever with them. Talk about bullshit. It don't matter. Um, so even in bad friendships, there's some good in it because one, I'm not, I'm not just going to be hanging around, going to be hanging around somebody and not for no reason. Right. So I might have a party friend that I hang around, right? But just outside of that, it could be, it could be bad or whatever, because now all we discussing is your issues with, in relationships or your issues. There's nothing, I don't get a break from that. Like we party, it's good, but then what, what is it that we have in common outside of the negative Mm. and partying? Mm -hmm. so that can make me that makes me feel drained one because I'm not a partier (laughs) so I party with you because you a good time whatever but then you hit me up every time for partying and I don't party all the time or Mm -hmm. when we do try to hang out outside of partying it's negative so it's draining and exhausting so I guess that's how I can explain I don't know if that answered your question
0: it did it did um, mm. and that is pretty much how I feel too, with my friends, like I can be a kid, I can have fun, I can be silly, I can show a side that I don't typically show
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and with toxic or with with friendships that are not in the best state. um they are exhausting, they are draining. Um, And just because, like, you may have a friend that may have some traits that you may not like all the time. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that the relationship is necessarily toxic. Like, because people get on your nerves at at some point in time. There's going to be something that your friend does that's going to annoy you or you don't like. That doesn't mean that you don't want to be their friend no more. Absolutely. You know, So I guess that's what I'm trying to get around to Like sometimes like I might have a friend That might be going through Some shit and just Be negative and complaining About stuff all the time Like every time I call they complaining about Maybe like work or complaining About family or complaining or Whatever it is and it's like Okay I'm going to let you vent right now Because I know you're going through some shit If I call you again and you're still venting And you're still going through some shit I'm like okay now, the third time we talk and you still complaining and you still in this negative, low vibrational space. Then at that point, I'm going to be like, all right, this person's going through something. Let me give them a little bit of space because now this shit is starting to affect me. And I'm kind of getting in the funk to where I don't even want to kind of interact with them right. at this point. And so I'm going to give them some space just because they are going through something and being having these traits or doing things that I don't necessarily like. Don't mean it's no love lost. I just understand that they going
1: through some shit, you know. Right. Yeah. Um. So, how do you handle conflict in your friendships? So, I don't know how I want to talk about this. Uh oh. (laughs) Um.
0: So with my my friends, I rarely have conflicts. Like Mm -hmm. I rarely have like stuff that can be the the end all be all type of thing. Like, because I, I've just never had it happen. hmm. Um, there is one relationship that I, I do still have now, um, that hit a rough patch. Um, and this person in particular is, I still consider her to be my family. hmm. Um, like this to me like we literally have like a sister relationship like sisters fight and you make we up. fight <laughs> like mm-hmm. we fight um and because we've known each other since we were 10 or 11 like our families have become like each other's family, family through yeah. us being kids you know mm-hmm. um like I I consider her mom to be like my second mom. So this is literally my family. Um, But we went through a rough patch at one point and it, it was all basically one miscommunication to where things started to get rocky at one point. It was just miscommunication. Um, And we were kids. We were young, didn't have the tools or know how to communicate properly. And then, Two, there was a, a bit of betrayal and I ended the relationship because I felt like, one, why would you do this to me? And then two, the trust just kind of, because you did this to me, the trust went out the window. And to me, if you don't have, if I don't trust you Raven, why are we here? If I can't be vulnerable with you and if I can't tell you stuff, then what's the point of having a friendship, you know?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. And so that's how I felt. Like, if I can't trust her, then what's the reason? What's the point? And years went by and we didn't speak. And Mm -hmm. it was just weird because, like I said, our families, like, holidays I would go home and of course she's gonna be there because shit, I'm at her mama's house. So of <laughs> course I'm gonna see her. <laughs> like yeah. and it was never nasty or anything during that time where we were not necessarily speaking, like I would see her, give her a hug, talk, but things were not it's very surface level. Yeah, it wasn't right. It it didn't feel right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so eventually maybe. <clears throat> I'll maybe say, like, two, two, maybe three years after we kind of fell out, we finally talked, had the conversation, and moved past it and healed mm-hmm. to the point now where we're not 100% back to, like, the level that we were on. Because, like, I used to talk to this girl every day. I used to spend most of my time with her so we're not at that level that we used to be and i don't think we'll ever be just because one life um we work we do shit we have our own stuff going on but the place that we're at now i'm happy with Mm -hmm. um and i can say that i trust her again i can say that we're in a good space um but it took time to heal with that and if I had known better during the time the situation would have been handled differently. I think on both parts.
1: Um but yeah. So what was <laughs> it about that friendship that made you feel like it was worth repairing?
0: Because I love her. I love the girl. Like mm-hmm. there's at the the basic fundamental level of it, I love the girl. Yeah. And one of my very one of my other very close friends was like fuck it like this girl did this to you don't forgive her don't mm-hmm. and it was very difficult for me because as much as I would have liked to be like fuck it like let me move on let me get past it or whatever I couldn't because I have love for her right and yeah. so that was just the the biggest thing and still to this day my friend be like I still wouldn't trust her ass. I still wouldn't be like, no, like, that's not the point. But once you forgive somebody and once you move past it, like, you can't truly forgive somebody without letting that shit go,
1: you know? Right,
0: yeah. And so I forgave her. I let it go bygones, bygones. And it was all of a, a raggedy ass man uh-huh. anyway. And uh-huh. for girl, no. no. And where he at? Nowhere to be found? Girl, Minding his business somewhere, hopefully living a great life. Uh, hopefully, whatever. And um, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead.
1: What you was about to say?
0: <laughs> I was about to be ugly, but okay. I'm happy you stopped. Anyway, I'm you glad can I caught you.
1: Good. <laughs> um. So, uh, well, this is. It's kind of. Well, it was last year. It was kind of fresh. Um, first of all, God forgive me, because I have the most horrible memory. And it was like truly an honest mistake. However, there was multiple things prior to, like me forgetting something, and then I forgot something, and then it was like I think it was kind of an onset for her. So it's someone that I've known for like ten years, or whatever, and we were like close, the closest of closest friends, and <laughs> like we talked about, life was happening. She went through some things in life that physically we can't be there for each other. And we're not talking like we used to. And so our relationship feels kind of strained. And um, I think I got just very focused. I'm a person who's like very one track minded. So I'm very focused on like the people who I'm physically co- close to. Mm-hmm. and um who's a part of i guess my daily life i guess not saying that i forget about everybody else but like because of the life the military lifestyle i live and the people that are around me i'm like talking to these people daily who are physically close to me and are like are in my life mm-hmm. um, i kind of let things fall away or whatever i don't i don't even want to say fall away i just it's just not in the forefront. Yeah, it's just not in the forefront. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so our relationship kind of became strained in that sense. But we always kept it to where we tried to see each other. Um, when we talked, we tried to catch up. But it, I think at one point for both of us, it started to feel fake. Mm. Like there's an elephant in the room and we're not talking about it or whatever. And I think at one point we tried to mend that and we thought we did, but then her birthday comes around. I don't tell her happy birthday. And I think that was the onset of it. And when I tell you, so she sent me this long text message and I thought, I lost the love of my life. (laughs) I remember (laughs) I cried I cried because I felt the hurt in it like I truly felt the hurt in it and I cried one because I didn't intentionally mean to hurt her but I knew there were some things on my end that I definitely contributed to the demise of that well I won't say The demise. I contributed to not like picking that friendship up and not working on things and not being the best friend I should have been, rather. And I think she knew it wasn't intentional on my end for me forgetting her birthday. However, I think for her, it was like this, this kind of seals the deal for me because of how our relationship was prior. Like this must be the end because. Now, here we are another year. You forgot my birthday or whatever. But um, luckily, me and her were able to, like, talk it out. We cried. We discussed everything. I asked her. Well, I knew how I could have been a better friend for her. And I think she felt as if she was being sensitive. And I told her, no, she, like, if something's bothering you, let me know. Because... Like I said, I'm one track minded and I I might not, I just might not know. Whereas I'm a friend who I don't feel like I need a whole lot from you. So if you don't want to be bothered, okay, I'm not going to bother you. Or like, I don't need you to bother me all the time. Or I don't know, tap into me all the time. I don't need that all the time. But different friendships require different things. Mm-hmm. But... I felt like that was a relationship that I needed to repair. Like that was a relationship I wanted to fight for a friendship. I wanted to fight for because why, like she was, she's been such a part of my personal growth Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and how I've maneuvered personally because she's somebody who I've vented to and took advice from her because I trust her and stuff like that. So, yeah, that was that was one friendship that I've truly had a little bit of conflict in, a little bit of strain in. The other friendships I probably had conflict in, I did care about. But this one I felt was worth, which I don't have conflict. Me and you, I don't think we've ever had any Indeed, type of... I
0: cannot think of anything. And I feel like that one of the things that you just said about this whole situation is that anytime something like this happens for example if you hurt my feelings I know that you would never hurt my feelings on purpose right you know and so because I know this even if you do hurt my feelings and it's not on purpose I'm going to have the conversation with you and be like friend I know you ain't do this on purpose but this hurt my feelings, like, Mm -hmm. and we're going to have that conversation. And that's kind of like the conversation that you had, like, well, that your friend had with you is like, yeah, I know you didn't mean to forget my birthday. I know that you didn't mean to hurt my feelings, but this is how I feel. like, And to me, that's just the most important thing about having a good solid friendship. So how do you feel
1: about closure?
0: I think it just depends on the particular friendship. Like, if it's just some distant, like, or not a very close friendship, then no, I don't. If it was someone like you or like one of my core people or something like that, then yeah, we don't have to talk.
1: Because bitch, you're going to give me closure before you leave me.
0: Mhm. Like period. we don't have to talk about this
1: shit. So yeah, we are <laughs> gonna cry it out, fight it out, something. See a therapist.
0: Oh, something
1: that's so that's good. I've never thought about like recommending therapy for friendships.
0: Especially if it's on edge or something happened, and you really want to try to fix that friendship, why not go to therapy?
1: Y'all, throw that in the tips. We're going to throw that in the tips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go, go seek some therapy with your friend.
0: Right? Especially yeah. if it's an important relationship that you want to fix. Cause I
1: agree. I never thought about that.
0: Yeah. Be like, um, what's your girls? <clears>
1: throat> um, throat> Weezy and Mandy, when they had their therapy session. Oh, girl. Episode, what was it? Episode 77, something like that, on horrible decisions. Mm-hmm. Work out the kinks.
0: Listen, that
1: <laughs> that shit
0: was toxic as fuck though
1: like, It was
0: I would and never speak to you The way that they were speaking to each other Like
1: But they said they weren't friends Like they, they were friends But at that point they weren't friends And now this is more of a business relationship Because they had something good And didn't want to dissolve the business Because it's something bigger than them
0: Fuck it Like I know <laughs> I just don't. I gotta like
1: you in order to work with you.
0: I'm sorry. I mean, on some I'll take level, that back. Yeah, because I don't like a lot of people that I work with. Most but. of them. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, therapy with your friends, if it's needed, go. Uh, well, speaking of going to therapy with your friends, as a tip, um, some other tips that you may want to try if you've just broken up with your friend or.
1: I mean, that sounds <laughs> weird to it say, is. but it is. It's it a is. Breakup
0: with your friend, right? Yeah. Um, is finding some way to occupy your time. So, if you two spent a lot of time with each other or talked on the phone a lot, and then now you're no longer friends with this person, you have a little bit more time on your hands, or you don't have someone to necessarily spend your free time with. So, one thing you should probably do is occupy your time versus sitting in your misery and kind of reliving the moments in your head going out doing something different going to the park working out doing stuff by yourself is actually not a bad idea but if you have someone else that you can kind of hang out with then maybe trying that but don't just sit around in your own funk and being depressed because that ain't it
1: and with that said don't be friend hopping either eventually get back to the issue and work it out because some I guess when you say occupy your time, we don't want you to be so distracted with trying to occupy your time that you never you never resolve the conflict within yourself about why that friendship went away. Why it ended.
0: Which brings me to my next point.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> no. my bad. No, that. that's right. You, you you
0: got to the point, but Going back and understanding the role that you played in that friendship and how it went south is another thing that you can do that's like helping you figure out your own shit, basically. Going back and be like, even if you didn't do anything wrong, if you just stayed longer than you should have stayed and dealt with some toxic shit longer than you should have, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. And moving forward, that may be something that you need to work on. So just understanding your role that you played in that relationship. And then last thing, what we always recommend to everybody who listens what to this they? show.
1: oh, you,
0: you need a therapist.
1: You need some help. Because <laughs>
0: sometimes, especially a very long-term relationship that was like a huge part of your life, that's like a, a breakup or grieving or or losing someone. And sometimes you may not have the tools to process it and understand uh-huh. like how to move forward and continue your life. Um, So sometimes you may need a therapist to help you figure that shit out.
1: Period. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Get you one. Mm. You got anything else, friend?
0: That is all, friend. Anything else for you?
1: All I would like to tell y'all is or (laughs) say is, thank y'all for listening to another episode of You Need a Therapist podcast. Mm. Follow us on all socials. Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts,
0: mm-hmm. Spotify
1: Podcasts, and whatever other platforms we're on. I don't know, but I think we're on more. But anyways, those are the main two <laughs> main two people listen to anyway. You can email us at youneedatherapistpod mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Is that correct?
0: That is correct. You're right. Okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> so tell us your problems, maybe, or any topics that you... Want us to talk about or any feedback that you want to give? Hmm. Constructive hmm. feedback? Did constructive criticism? Because this is our art and, and we sensitive? Hey, <laughs> period. <laughs> Don't make my friend cry. No, okay. Who who to Chloe and who to Hallie in this situation? Mm. Oh, we a bit of both. That's what I I'm about feel to like. Say, you, the you roles pin- switch pin- from time to time.
0: Depending on what day you catch me, I might be a little spicy
1: yeah the roles switch from time to time yeah. but yes please follow us on all socials like share subscribe tell a friend tell another friend bring them in you know bring them but on. yeah with that said that is all so we'll see you next week Bye.
0: bye